Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ho, 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 wait a second. Why are the Wizards not wizarding right now, guys? Tied to 31 with the Knicks, 631 to go in the first half. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it at all. Not a fan. We're both uh, Knicks backers tonight. It's a big number, but they usually cover against bad teams. So far, Tom Thibodeau's got to gotta lay down that iron fist at halftime, damn yeah. it. Yeah. Our man Isaiah Hartenstein, five rebounds already, which is great. He, he just has, checked back in, thank you. Nice, because he only has two points, and if I would add the PNR, it's quite a bit higher than just the R portion. So I'm, I'm glad I made a mistake. You know what? Sometimes mistakes turn out to be the right things, exactly. like betting Stetson Bennett to have the first touchdown of the national championship that game was by incredible. mistake. That was incredible. <laughs> Might be one of the greatest mistakes ever. Or it's like when I bet Puka Nakua over receiving yards twice accidentally this past week. You're like, oh no. But two different books. Oh yes. But it worked out, and he the hit. So I didn't feel bad about you know not taking an alternate number. You know how that happens? Even better. Is you yeah. like you see the book, Bet MGM, of course, your primary book, and you're like, where is it? I don't see it. Okay, let me go into there and bet MGM. Mm-hmm. Puka Nakua over yards. And you're like, oh, uh, you're in the other book. Oh, I didn't realize that. Or maybe you're in another state. Maybe you're in Virginia and then maybe you're in Maryland. That's what gets you is that sometimes it flips and you can't. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all had it. You can keep track of your bets, but every once in a while, every once in a while, there's the oopsie. I forgot I had that. The oopsie. Oopsie. You know who Corey Kispert looks like or reminds me of? You who know the guy in every sports movie? You know, like you cheer for the team that's obviously like the focal point of the movie, right? Mm. And then, but there's the villain, yeah. and he's usually like a white guy with a headband, and you hate him, and you yeah. hate his face. That's Corey Kispert. That's a guy that's going to be getting buckets at LA Fitness in Bethesda, Maryland, for for years. But uh, He'll be I don't. Fifty five years old. I don't just like getting him. Buckets. I don't know what it is, but I don't like him. I think it's, it's I think it's just because I'm betting against the Wizards. And yeah, usually I'm, I bet on the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's your that's your thing, and you're not supposed to do it. And now tonight would have been the night, I guess, to do it. It's the first half, though, so we'll give it time. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that halftime kind of switches things up. He's balling too, Corey Kispert. Yeah, I mean, I hate him. He can shoot. Great head of hair too. Great hair. Does have good hair. I think he has ten in the first half. Yeah, I mean he's. He, <laughs> He's one of those guys where, like, you know, there's certain role players out there where occasionally they can have just those big outbursts. Great shooters or do that. I mean, he's a good shooter. So that every once in a while, especially for a really bad Wizards team, and they're probably going to get worse because get ready. The trade deadline's in exactly three weeks, guys, less than three weeks in. There's going to be quite a bit of movement, it's sounding like, with a lot of teams realizing that uh, there's a lot of parity in the NBA right now, and a lot of teams have a lot of opportunities to make that happen. So, all right, we bring on Rob Brown. Rob's ready to go. Rob's good. Rob's good. Rob. Rob. uh, So let's start with the NFL. How are you, sir? Got the white glasses on. I love it. Hair looks good. All right. You made it in just in time. Uh, NFL divisional round this weekend. What game intrigues you the most, whether it's because of any sort of bet or it's just the matchup in general? Uh, first off, two things. I'm really glad I took my headband off before I came on because evil white guy <laughs> with a headband. Uh, also, yeah. I'm happy to answer all the questions you have. But before I do, Trista, Mike McCarthy, we're doing it again. Are we? Really? <laughs> really? Really? I, if it was up to me, the answer would be no. <laughs> I saw your segment with PJ when this got announced and three minutes of Trista Crick going into an open microphone. Yeah, that, it was just favorite part hey, of the Rob. week. Hey, Rob, when that was announced, I was on the show. It wasn't PJ, just so you know. Oh, sorry. Who? Okay. Listen, <laughs> if you think I wasn't focused on the tangible disappointment yes. on the face of Trista for that 60 oh, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, you weren't the star. Over my head. Yeah, hey, you Rob, weren't the star. The one thing we moment. know about this – 
Well, one thing we know about this network is they love to feature us suffering when our teams do something bad. They do. They really love that on social media here. It's a, it's a good thing they pay us the medium bucks, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. Uh, so, division around. Uh, listen, I got to tell you, the Lions are fun. They're an emotional ride. Like, it's always, it always feels good to pull for the lovable losers when they can finally shed that title. Is it anybody else that thinks that Tampa Bay bringing pressure on 85% of their snaps is yes. going to make life hell for Jared Goff, right? Like, yes. I like Jared Goff mm -hmm. a lot. But Jared Goff is not 24 anymore. He is getting on up there. If Jalen Hurts couldn't get away from Tampa doing what Tampa did under Todd Bowles over and over and over, it's going to be tough. And, yes, they do have a couple of very good receivers in St. Rob Brown and assuming, hopefully, fingers crossed, that Sam Laporte is closer to 100%. I like this offense. And I know the Eagles just had what might have been the greatest single-season meltdown in NFL history, but it feels to me like the Bucs bringing as much pressure as they do could be a nightmare for Detroit. I'm also going to tell you, that game has the second-highest over-under total of the four this weekend. Like, I smashed the under today. Like, I'm grabbing it now before it moves down because I think it's going to move down the closer we get to the weekend. I really feel like Tampa Bay, as much as they are the weakest team remaining in terms of regular season performance, like I feel like Tampa is the team that could go in and break Detroit's heart this weekend. Yeah, I agree with that, unfortunately, and I love the Lions. The one player who the Eagles did have go absolutely bonkers was Devontae Smith. Even with Jalen Hurts looking pedestrian, even with all that pressure, so does that mean you'd still back Amonra St. Brown? Or is there another receiver that you think has a better matchup against the Bucs? No, I actually, I will bounce him. I will back him, pardon me. I will back him because he had a comment that, I don't know if it flew under the radar or people just didn't care, but when the Pro Bowl vote came out, like, it felt like he kind of built a grudge. Like, he had a chip on his shoulder. Part of the reason I, I bet hard on the Detroit money line last weekend was because of the emotion and because Jared Goff was going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder because he wanted to flip the middle finger to the Rams after all this time, and justifiably so, and because you knew Ford Field was going to be electric for their first home playoff game in 31 years. Well, this is now their second home playoff game, and I'm not saying the Lions fans aren't going to be full throat, but like the emotion and the energy in that building, it's very hard to replicate what it felt like last week and Jared Goff doesn't have the chip on his shoulder. I mean, maybe he does. Like, maybe he's still playing to prove that, yeah, I'm still a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. But when you're dialed in like he was dialed in last week to specifically take down a team, you're going to get the best out of him. And I think we did. Uh, Brown is still a guy that I think can come up with a big game because I think Tampa Bay's secondary is suspect. That's part of the reason that they're going to bring so many guys so many times. But you got to equal that out with Jared Goff is not able to move around like Jalen Hurts is, and Jalen Hurts could not move around. So I think you're probably going to see the overhit because there's going to be that one or two, you know, 35, 40, 45, 50 yard big plays to Sam Rob Brown. But I don't think that is going to be something consistent out of Detroit. This is one of those games, y'all, that I, I hate cliches in sports. They drive me crazy, but offense sells tickets, defense sells championships. 
it feels like Tampa Bay has a little bit of an edge. And if you can get them, I think that what was that line at like eight and a half points. If you can get them there, take them there, kids. What do you think about Kansas City Buffalo? This is the reason why we have the uh, new overtime rule in the National Football League. <laughs> and we got the uh, Chiefs two and a half point dogs. It was three, but it was weird where you had to pay minus 120. So it was always really two and a half. Total is 45 and a half. What do you like? Mahomes is a dog or the Bills to finally get it done at home? Uh, I got I to gotta go with Josh Allen, man. Like, has he the last three weeks not look like the Josh Allen we expected him to see, right? Like, he looks like he's clicked. And I think that... If you're in the headset, Josh, uh, the, the 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 mind space that Josh Allen's in right now, you got to know this is a legacy game for you, right? Because right now, Mahomes owns your ass in the playoffs, and everybody knows it right now. He's got you two in a row. This is a legacy game for Josh Allen. If he wants to continue to be not labeled Dak Prescott in the playoffs, he's got to beat Mahomes. And to do it at home, to have all the advantages he has not had the two times he's gone to Kansas City, he's got to take advantage of that. And I think you saw the last two weeks of the playoffs, I think you saw Buffalo kind of hit their stride. Like, I, I feel like they kind of clicked. So I'm riding hard with Buffalo. Look, Kansas City looked good last week against Miami, but we also saw Miami the last few weeks of the season. As much fun as I had watching Mike McDaniel be an absolute dork all year, and I say that as a total compliment because I'm also a raging dork who admits it, they were fun, they were electric, but they weren't good. And, and, and we can blame that on injuries for Miami. We can blame it on playing in negative 2,000 degrees, which is BS, dome the stadiums, I'm tired of snow games, we'll put that aside for a minute. But they weren't good, and they played poorly. And Kansas City took advantage of that Miami is not Buffalo. That's why Buffalo won the division. That's why Buffalo's hosting this game. I like the Bills at the house, and I like the cover. Well, well I was going to ask you something totally different, Rob, but now you're talking about snow games and slandering snow games, one of the great traditions this time of year in the NFL. You're out, out on snow games. Listen, I don't want to know what team is better at staying warm. I don't want to know what team is better at hanging on to a slippery football. I don't know want to know what team is better at making sure their trainers get those big goofy-ass jackets on the players as quickly as they can when they come off the field. I want to know who the better football team is. Football games should be won by the better football team, and in snow games, they're not. They're won by the team that is better at handling the weather. Well, if that's what we want to do, then let's ship these guys down to Antarctica and let's see who can survive in a, in, a, in a game of Survivor. No, I hate snow games. I despise cold weather games. Every By decree, every NFL stadium that is constructed from this point until America falls should have a freaking dome over it. It's easy. They do it all the time. Put a dome on them, damn it. Well, apparently they've uh, they've polled all of the Buffalo Bills fans and and also uh, the season ticket holders, and they prefer not to have a dome because they're tough as nails. So they're getting, I think, like um, <laughs> some sort of canopy, and then things are going to be open. I don't know. All I know is one of the coldest games I've ever been to in my life was the Bills Cincinnati Bengals game in the playoffs last year in Buffalo. I'm going this weekend. Hopefully, there's going to be no condensation because it's really that that gets you very cold but i don't think we've touched on the texans ravens matchup a ton just wanted to get your thoughts on whether cj stroud is going to be able to pick apart one of the best defenses in the league because he wasn't able to week one but a lot's changed since then 
Let's start with this. As far as the Bills Mafia goes, I love them. They're a blast. But maybe, maybe, let's not take life advice from people who jump off of conversion fans through tables in parking lots. Like, that's that's their fun thing. Maybe let's not take advice from people who WWE table ladders and chairs themselves for entertainment. All right? I'll leave that there. Uh, I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I really do. Kid can play. Do I think he's going to have success against Baltimore? Yeah. I think he, for a lot of the reasons that Lamar is going to have success, it is because of the athletic ability and the ability to expend plays. And, oh, by the way, Nico Collins is a gangster, y'all. I love this dude. I love what he did last weekend. But the Ravens are too good. I went chalk coming into this. I grabbed Ravens 49ers in week 17 as my Super Bowl matchup. I got them at 12 to 1. That number is now down to like 475 or something like that. 5 to 1 at some books. The Ravens are too good and they hit their stride at the right time. I love the Texans, but the Texans are a year, maybe two ahead of schedule. I love D'Amico Ryans. They're a year or two ahead of schedule. They are playing with house money. Hey, maybe they make it weird. They break out the gadgets. They break out the stuff we haven't seen yet. But there there comes a point deep in the playoffs, guys, where sometimes you just got to ride with the better football team. And Baltimore's just a better overall football team right now. So I'm on Baltimore, and I know we haven't gotten to San Francisco Green Bay yet either, but I'm taking San Francisco in the cover for the same reason. I love Jordan Love. He deserves a ton of respect for everything that he fought through, all the criticism he's taken for the past two years to get this team into the playoffs, to win a playoff game on the road at the one stadium that was supposed to be a fortress. All the credit, but sometimes better football teams just win. That's San Francisco, and that's Baltimore this weekend. Sorry, Rob, I was allergic to that BS take. Packers by 30. No, I'm kidding. I'm with you, too. San Francisco alt lines. I, since I've been born, they have not beat them. Sorry, Tristan. Really quick follow-up. I just got this sent to me. Chiefs possibly bracing for a legendary head coach Andy Reid retirement. Uh, what would that Whoa. change for you in this handicap? He's retiring before the for the game? After the game, <laughs> Oh, That's... After the loss. He's saying that the Bills are going to win. Maybe that changes things. It's, it's interesting because you get the whole the boys are playing for the guy kind of thing, right? But emotion at the level of the NFL carries you ever so far, right? Like emotion can get you through a first quarter. Maybe it can get you through a half. But at some point, even when you're out there trying to win one for the Gipper, eventually you still got to play football. Eventually you got to X's and O's. Eventually you got to execute. And I, I at home in the cold, playing in front of Bill's Mafia, and with Josh Allen having hit his stride. I mean, what Josh Allen did to the Dolphins that last week of the season, that's when I was like, all right, that's the dude. Like, that's the guy we want. And again, yes, maybe the Chiefs are playing for Andy Reid. Maybe he's went to the team in top super secret fashion and said, boys, I'm out, win or lose, I'm done, and they're emotional, whatever. But you don't think that the guys in Buffalo feel that way about their quarterback against Patrick Mahomes, right? It's a legacy game for him. They're going to be up for Josh Allen, too. I'm taking the Bills to cover. If we have Andy Reid retire after all of the other coaching shockers this offseason, I mean, it just at this point, anything's possible. Rob Brown, always good to talk to you, buddy. You guys are the best. Thanks. My hair does look good. At the Rob Brown Show on Twitter. See you next Thursday. (laughs) Proper flop coming up. Bet MGM tonight.